Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The Bible is comprised of 66 different books. 39 of them are in the Old Testament, 27 of them in the New Testament. The Bible is a unique book. It is the only book ever that was inspired by Almighty God. It is a book that has been preserved down through the centuries. It is a book that is authoritative because it is the very Word of God. It's sufficient for all that we need in life. And it is a book that uh, has been the bestseller in, in the history of the world. It has changed literally millions and millions of lives. This series that I'm in, Bible Blitz, is designed to stir up our desire for the Word of God. I've chosen six books in the Old Testament now to summarize or highlight. Those six books are Exodus, Joshua, Ezra and Nehemiah, now I'm putting those two books together as one, and I'll talk about that in that podcast. The book of the Psalms, Isaiah, and Jonah. On previous podcasts, uh, as a matter of fact, episodes 115 to 120, I highlighted six New Testament books. Now we are looking at six of the Old Testament books. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11 says this, Now these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction, upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Now that was the Apostle Paul, and the Apostle Paul is talking about the importance of the Old Testament Scriptures. Here in this context, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul is talking about the children of Israel and, and the Exodus and about their disobedience and about what uh, happened with them. And in the middle of that, uh, Paul said these things happened to them as an example. An example for us. And they were written for our instruction. And so uh, the Old Testament scriptures are very important. You know, um, people tend to sometimes think, well, the Old Testament is not for us today. We've got the New Testament. The Old Testament is not for us today, uh, or it's tough, and and you've got uh, God who is angry in the Old Testament, which is a, a misnomer. You see the mercy of God as well, and the love of God in the Old Testament, but, but people will shy away from it. But uh, the Old Testament has been written as a lesson for us. We see this clearly in what the Apostle Paul said, but it also uh, is is a part of the overall uh, flow of the whole of Scriptures. From Genesis all the way through all 66 books to Revelation, the last book, there is a singular theme running through the the whole book, and, and it could be summarized in one word, and that word is redemption. It is the story of God in His mercy redeeming a group of people to Himself from this fallen humanity, from sinful humanity. All of us deserve to be wiped out. All of us deserve to to spend eternity separated from God or to be annihilated. And, and, and God could have done anything. But in His love, in His mercy, in His eternal plan, uh, he chose to redeem, to rescue those who would believe. And so, and so uh, the, the theme of the Bible 
is is redemption. And the Old Testament is actually written pointing us toward the coming of the Messiah, pointing us toward the coming of Jesus Christ and and the uh, death of Christ on the cross, his burial and his resurrection. The, the Old Testament's pointing toward the cross. The New Testament uh, points back to the cross because that is where the answer is for all of us in our relationship with Almighty God. So um, Exodus is, this, is the book that we're looking at on today's podcast. And we would start by saying that Exodus has been written by Moses. There's so much evidence for that, but uh, I'm just going to give you one, and this one is powerful, and, and it's found in the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 46 and 47, and it says this, For if you believed Moses, this is Jesus talking, by the way, For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But... If you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? And so there you have the Lord Jesus affirming the fact that Moses wrote what the, 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 is called the Pentateuch, or the Jewish people call it the, the Torah, or it is called the law or the law of Moses. Now, um, the, this was uh, the Pentateuch, penta meaning five. There were five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, that made up the Pentateuch or the Torah or the law of Moses. All It was a singular book. It was later uh, in, in a, a translation into Greek, the Greek Septuagint. It was broken into five different books. And so Exodus is the second of the five books written by Moses. Um, it was written most likely in the mid-15th century B.C., somewhere between 1445 around the exodus of, of uh, the children of Israel from Egypt down to somewhere around 1406 B.C., written in that time in that time frame. Now, what I want to do in the, in the rest of the time that I have left here is I would like to take a few moments just to summarize and highlight, uh, hit some of the highlights of, of the book of Exodus. Uh, the book of Exodus is is a powerful book with a powerful story in it, a story that, by the way, is historically true. And we begin in chapter 2 with the birth of Moses. And, and, and this particular uh, birth was, was an unusual birth because uh, during the time that Moses was born, the Pharaoh that was in charge at that time was fearful of the growth of the children of Israel. They were really multiplying. And so he had said that uh, all the male children had to be killed. But there, there's a unique story there and I would encourage you to go read it in chapter Chapter 2, verses 1 to 9. Great story about the the birth of of Moses. And then in chapter 2, verse 10, you have uh, Moses spending time with Pharaoh's daughter. God rescued Moses through Pharaoh's daughter and brought him into Pharaoh's palace. And there, uh, until he was age 40... He lived, and can you imagine the training uh, uh, that he got there? Um, Egypt at that time was a great world power, and so uh, living in the household of the leader of this world power, Moses got a lot of training. God was working in, in, in his life with, without a doubt. But then in chapter 2, verse 15, you see that Moses made his escape out of Egypt to the land of Midian, and that's because Moses 
is, took things into his hand, got a hold uh, of, got ahead of God's plan, and he killed uh, an Egyptian that he saw uh, that was uh, abusing one of his fellow uh, Hebrews, one of his fellow Jewish brothers, and so he escaped to Midian, and there he spent 40 years there in in the desert of Midian. He he met and married his wife there, his father-in-law Jethro there, uh, and and then chapter 3, verses 1 through chapter 4, verse 17, is Moses' burning bush encounter. While he was back there taking care of his, of his flocks and his father-in-law's flocks, he came upon Almighty God in the burning bush. Again, I'm not going to talk about it. I want you to go read about it and, and let God speak to you. And then he was called through that burning bush encounter, called to go back to the land of Egypt and to confront Pharaoh. And so the confrontation of Pharaoh and the ensuing plagues uh, we find in chapter 7 verse 8 through chapter 10 verse 29. And so you you have a great story there of those of, of the, the, those plagues. But uh, that was nine of the plagues. But the tenth plague is uh, found in chapter 12 verses 1 through 29. You have the story of the Passover lamb. I don't want you to miss this. The Passover lamb. That is such a an important part there. There is a, a pointing toward the Lord Jesus Christ because uh, there uh, that, that plague that was coming was going to be the death of the firstborn. But God instructed his people to slay a lamb, to put the blood of that lamb on the doorposts of their homes and to eat that lamb in haste and the Passover dinner because when he, when the angel of death came through that night at midnight and when he saw the blood he would pass over them he would not bring death into their into their uh, homes of their firstborn and so uh, when when God sees the blood of Christ applied to us he passes over us and does not bring judgment on us because the judgment came on Jesus Christ and so that is a very key chapter chapter 12 and then in chapter 12 verses 30 to 50 you have the actual exodus of the people and so the blood was shed and then the people are um, ex, uh, out of the land of Egypt and you you know, when we come to the Lord Jesus Christ and His blood is shed, uh, our lives are changed and we are brought out of the land of Egypt, so to speak. And we are brought out from under the condemnation and the judgment of Almighty God. And so th- there's there's so much there. Um, and then in chapter 14, verses 1 to 31, you have the crossing of the Red Sea. Pharaoh wasn't finished and he, and he chased them down and cornered them. But God performed a great miracle and opened up that sea and let them pass through Israel on dry ground. But then when Pharaoh come in and his armies pursuing, the waters came in on them and destroyed them, God's protection of them. And and as you go through the book of Exodus, you'll see how God provided in many ways while they were there in the wilderness, even though they were rebellious and they did rebel. Chapter 20 of Exodus is really important because it gives uh, the Ten Commandments and the law is given there. But then I want to just wrap up by directing your attention to chapter 34, verses 10 to 28, where after Moses had come down off the mountain and saw the children of Israel uh, sinning, and he had broken those, uh, the tablets, the two tablets, then he went back up on the mountain again, and God gave him the law the second time. But he also, in chapter 34, verses 10 to 28, gave Moses, renewed his covenant with Moses. God is the God of the covenant. And you'll want to read that. Chapter 34. 
24, verses 10 to 28, where God made a covenant with Moses. God is a covenant-keeping God, and He keeps His covenant with you. We are under the New Covenant, the New Testament, and, and we're under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you come to Christ and you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and His death, His burial, His resurrection, His work on the cross, and you repent of your sins and turn to Him, you are a part of that covenant that God has made. And that covenant is that He will keep us and He will make us just like the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope that you'll take some time to look at the book of Exodus and to not shy away at all from these Old Testament books. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.